Welcome to Mom Talk, a podcast where we have authentic conversations with moms just like you and me. Let's connect, inspire, and empower one another. Are you ready? Let's go. Today on Mom Talk, I'm talking all about how I work and run my business while also being a stay-at-home mom. Being a stay-at-home mom is a ton of work on its own already. You're taking care of kids, cleaning the house, cooking dinner, doing laundry. That in itself is a full-time job. So how do I balance not only being a stay-at-home mom and getting all of those things done in addition to running my business while at home? Well, there are a few things that I do in order to make that happen, and the biggest thing that I can attribute my success to is planning. I plan, plan, plan. Anything that I need to remember or think about doing, I remove from my brain and I put it somewhere that I can see. In front of me, I have a calendar with what I'm going to be posting on my Instagram on certain days. I also have a to-do list for major things that I need to get done this month. And just around the corner, I have a list of all the tutorials that I plan to create in this year. I am constantly moving information from my mind onto paper and pen. That way I can free up space to think about other necessary things. Every single morning, and I'm starting to do this every night, I'm writing down three to five goals I have for my day. Before I go to bed, I will write down a few goals that I have for tomorrow, things that I know I need to get done or things that I may have not been able to get done the previous day. And then the next morning when I get up, I look at those goals, I assess how big of a task they are, and I either keep them to a minimal three or I bump it up to around five. So often my days look like getting groceries, working on my tapestries, doing the dishes, getting laundry done, playing with Luna, cleaning, recording podcasts or editing podcasts, creating social media content, and so much more. Anything that I need to get done must be written down for me to achieve it. Otherwise, it is going to get lost in all of the necessary tasks that I have to get done in the day. So if it is not written down, it most likely will not get done. It's so easy to get sidetracked, especially when you're a stay-at-home mom. You see all the things that need to get done, and they can be distracting at times. I try to keep my house clean as possible so that I have the that mental space of worrying about dishes that need to be done or bathrooms that need to be cleaned or clothes or toys that need to be picked up, all of that is out of my mind and I can focus on what really matters. So when you are planning your day, really focus on those tasks that you have written down and then use that to gauge the success for your day. Some days I write down my three to five goals and I am able to get absolutely none of it done, maybe one of the tasks done, because Luna is having a difficult day or she isn't napping as much. Whatever it looks like, some days just you will not get what you want done accomplished and that's okay. 
you just need to focus on the bigger picture because if you focus on how you aren't getting as much done as you want then you're going to become frustrated and angry and bitter focus on the things that you have accomplished look at your day and understand that you are doing a lot of course you want to have self-compassion but be realistic about if you have goals and dreams that you want to achieve there are sacrifices that you will most likely have to make and sometimes that looks like a little bit less sleep than you would need or you know not going out on the weekends with friends or or staying up late on some nights to get some work done and that's all part of achieving those goals and dreams that you have and it's part of the process and the key thing is to just avoid burnout when you're working hard and you're trying to achieve all these goals and dreams in addition to being a stay-at-home mom you have to have grace for yourself and you also have to have an understanding of what a realistic day looks like. I often have so many goals that I want to set out and achieve for the day. In the younger months, you really want to use your child's lack of mobility to your advantage. When they're napping, you nap. When they're up, that is the time that you can work because you're able to kind of set them near you or in something to play in and they're able to stay in that area while you are working. And they're still learning, they're still developing, they're still growing. You don't have to feel bad for working alongside them. Once they are more mobile, plan to have your schedule change. So as soon as Luna became more mobile, my reality totally flipped. It went from I was able to work when she was awake to I had to come to the realization that while she was awake I really couldn't get very much work done. There are small tasks that didn't require a ton of focus that I was able to do but if something required a little bit more focus there was no way that I was going to be able to get it done. She really does require more of my attention when she's playing. She you know, likes to interact with me and, and I like to interact with her. I, I want to be a part of this stage of her life. I don't want to just miss it because I am working too hard and too much. One thing that I have learned in order to maximize the amount of time that I have to work while she is asleep is cooking dinner with Luna while she is awake. I find that this is a really great kind of bonding experience. She loves watching me chop vegetables and, you know, while I'm cooking, I'll give her pieces of the the food that I'm chopping up. She loves chewing on bell peppers and, and broccoli and asparagus and carrots and this keeps her entertained while I'm cooking and it also is introducing her to different types of fruits and vegetables and textures and tastes and I think that's all important to help, you know, keep her hopefully as less picky as possible as she grows up. Another thing that I do is I batch work. While listening to a lot of other podcasts, I have learned that it takes you 20 minutes to get into a state of flow. So when you are hopping from one task to another, you're like, oh, I need to go do the dishes, and then I need to make this phone call, and then I'm going to work on this, and then I'm going to answer emails, and then I'm going to make another phone call. Every single time that you change a task, it takes you a good chunk of time to get in a state of flow, 
which is just you're sitting there and you're pumping workout. So the goal is to minimize the amount of time that you are switching from task to task and maximizing the amount of time that you are on one task. For me, I make sure that I batch all of my important phone calls that I need to make. This past week, I had to call and make a dentist appointment, and then I had to call my insurance agency to make sure that I could go visit that dentist, and I had to call our phone business to unlock our phones, and I had a, I had a lot of phone calls that I had to make, and I batched those all into one day. I just sat down and I cranked them out. And the amount of time that it took for me to make those phone calls and get them all done I know was a lot smaller than it would have been if I had been bouncing back and forth between tasks and just popping those phone calls in whenever I wanted to. When you're a stay-at-home mom and you're also running a business, you have to have self-compassion. There are days where you will be exhausted, you didn't sleep as much that night or your baby didn't sleep as much that night and you might simply need to minimize the number of tasks that you have that day to one or two or you may just need a day to sit and relax and not even think about work and just have a mellow day and that's okay you know some days you will not get it all done and honestly if we're being real here I'd say some of those days are really most of the days you're not going to get it all done but the way that I look at it is how I do one thing is how I do everything. If I want to achieve my goals and dreams, I have to give my 100% every single day to make that a reality. And that just looks like small steps every day. That's what 100% looks like to me. As long as I'm moving forward each and every day, then I am proud of myself and I know I'm doing what I can. Of course, I try not to make just a one-task day the commonality, but I also have to understand that my life and the life of my child are commingled. And, you know, if she's having a rough day, you know, that kind of just means that today is going to be a different sort of day and whatever I can get done, awesome. Sometimes that looks like me making a list for myself at the end of the day of all the things that I actually did get done to remind myself that I really was productive and that my whole day wasn't a waste. I had a day last week where Luna was being extra difficult and I was exhausted and really I just answered a few emails, DMs, kind of went through my Instagram and you know, messaged people and reached out to other people. And and other than that, I don't even know if I made dinner, but I felt like I was going nowhere and I was really frustrated with myself. And But the reality was, is I did a lot. You know, I took care of my daughter and I was pursuing my dreams in a way that was realistic for that day. You need to look at your self-care not as a failure or as you being lazy, but as a necessity. Otherwise, you're going to burn out. It's going to flux and flow, and that's okay. You just simply have to learn how to go with that flow rather than fight it. So there will be days where you're packed with energy and you can get so much done, do it. And there are days where you're only going to have one or two tasks that you can get done, 
that's okay too. But you're making those steps towards your dreams and making that a reality. Another thing that I try to do to help lighten my load is to outsource as much as possible. So if you can afford to, hire someone to clean your house. We use Instacart so that we can have our groceries delivered to our home rather than I, me having to go out and get them, which has been super helpful for me. That way I can continue to work on things while they're doing my grocery shopping for me and by the time they get here, I've been able to check you know, another thing off of my list, which is really helpful. Mind you, this is not sponsored in any way, shape, or form. I just really enjoy the fact that I no longer have to go shopping for my groceries. I can use my time to do things that actually make a difference within my company and things that I, I value my time using. So outsource the things that you don't enjoy. If you are working on building your website right now, but you have no idea how to work with code and every single time that you go to work on it, you're absolutely dreading it, then find a way to outsource that. If you don't have the finances to make that happen, yes, do it yourself, but if you can, find someone who is willing to do that for you. And if that means having to pay them, which it most likely will, do it. When you don't enjoy doing something, it takes you 10 times longer to get it done. And in that amount of time, there are so many things that you're passionate about and that actually make a difference within your company. Take time today to think about all of the tasks that you have to do for your business and begin kind of analyzing, okay, what is something only I can do? What are the things that you love? What are the things that you hate? As your business grows, think about outsourcing some of those things to other people. That way you can really give the time and energy to the things that are going to make a difference within your company. Thank you so much for joining me on Mom Talk today. I hope that I've helped inspire you and given you some new ideas and insights. A new podcast drops every Monday, so I look forward to seeing you in a week.